What it is, what it doing, how the hell are all of you? George truly Petra, I fuck her back with another mother lover. You already know the deal. Grab your smoke, grab your drink, and lock in with your boy because we back with another one. Now, in this one, man, it's an off the cuff episode. It's another Saturday. Hope y'all staying blazed. Hope y'all staying blessed. Hope y'all staying safe in this motherfucker because it is crazy. Now, that being said, let's jump into this motherfucker. We got nothing better to do. I'm telling you, pack that couch lock, pour up that drink. Crack you a soda, get you a bag of chips, something. Because you're going to lock in with your boy. You already know what it is. Now, we got a lot going on in the news, man. I just want to start out with... If y'all remember, man, Biden and Kamala Harris and everybody was talking about, they wanted 70% of the United States vaccinated by July 1st. It is now July 24th. And they're only at 56%. For one, at least one dose and 49% that are fully vaccinated. And this is from the Smart News app, so it could be off a little bit. But there it said there was 55,000 cases yesterday and 315 deaths yesterday. And we see a lot. And I mean, we see a lot. There's a lot of people right now saying, how to say, there's a lot of people out right now saying, the people in the hospital are all unvaccinated and the vast majority is unvaccinated. I talked about that yesterday in the the Delta variant episode I dropped, but that's not either here or there. What I was going to get at was, I'm going to still say it. I think that's herd immunity doing what it was supposed to do if we would have allowed it to do its thing. You know what I mean? Now, I know a lot of people, I know a lot of people, man, would have preferred to go down the herd immunity route right from jump because I don't think we'd be in the position we're in now if we did. Because if you think about it, all the people that are getting sick now would have got probably got sick anyways had we not locked down, had the social distance the way we did, had to wear masks the way we did, all that shit. They probably wouldn't have to be as fearful as some people are, man. Now, be, let's be honest. There's a lot of people out there right now afraid, bro, afraid. And I'm not saying that they're on the right or they're on the left. I'm just saying there's a lot of people out here that are afraid. And I think everybody has the right to feel how they want to feel, but I think a lot of it, what we're being told is, is close to bullshit. I'm not saying people aren't getting sick. I'm not saying it's not real. But I think what's more real is the fear that people are able to push when it comes to said virus, when it comes to getting said vaccine. I think a lot of people are easy to push fear and the unknown when they could also be pushing, let's say, God or take care of yourself, be healthy, follow the guidelines if you don't want the vaccine, try to be protective of your neighbor. Not that you have to be, but maybe try. But what they're pushing is all but mandated bullshit. You know what I mean? And that's how I look at it. And I know a lot of other people look at it like that, too. But I thought I'd start out this episode with that little bit of information because that's kind of crazy that they wanted 70% vaccinated by, fully vaccinated by July 1st. And we, almost August 1st right now, and you still 20% away from fully vaccinated. And myself personally, I said back then, I don't think they'd hit the 70%. I was right. I knew they wouldn't hit it before fucking July. I knew that shit. And I know there's a lot of people out there right now talking about, you know, you don't got to be scared of the vaccine. You don't have to be hesitant. You know, all this shit. Like I said, yesterday there was some dude on, uh, some ex-football player on CNN yesterday. 
And he was saying, well, you guys got the vaccine, you got the mumps, you got the measles, so you shouldn't be afraid of the COVID-19 vaccine. You know, man, it's not the same thing. Circumstances are different no matter how you try to spin it. You cannot compare the COVID-19 vaccine to the measles vaccine. To, if you do, to me, that's just disingenuous bullshit, and I'm not rocking with you. I'm not rocking with the conversation after that part. And I say it like that because I think a lot of people on the left, a lot of radical, a lot of radicals think that people on the right owe them an argument, owe them speaking time, owe them something. And that's not the case. And I know people on the radical left are like, that's, we don't want nothing. We don't want nothing from you fucking conservatives. We don't want nothing. Except you want social programs, free college, food stamps, unemployment, free medical, all kinds of shit. Free college, but yet again, you don't, you don't want nothing, right? Let's keep it a buck, because we all know it's not the radicals paying for that shit. Let's keep it a buck. Let's keep it a buck. There ain't no reason to lie. Now, when we talk about, when we talk about liberal, radical states... California, New York, Oregon, Washington. We'll start with those four. They were, and I mean, I can include Minnesota in that too, but I don't can include all of Minnesota. I just include Minneapolis. See, I don't, I've never been to New York, so I don't know if it's just New York City and the surrounding boroughs that are specific radical liberals, and that's where most of it is, like it is in Minneapolis. You go into Minneapolis, Minneapolis, I'm talking the heart, north, south, there is definitely a lot of liberals. But when you start getting out to the metro area that surrounds Minneapolis, it's a mixture. But I see a lot more conservatives than I do liberals in a lot of the metro cities. I'm just saying. So I'm going to say the same thing when it comes to Oregon. I don't know if the rural parts of Oregon are really fucking with what Portland's doing or if most of Washington is fucking with what Seattle is doing. All I'm saying is we got a lot of radical cities and we got a lot of radical elected officials that are happily running these cities into the fucking ground. Let's keep that always at the forefront. Now, Gavin Newsom, this motherfucker had a recall against him and somehow he's still in play, which I really don't understand how the fuck that works. Now, I can definitely look into it and I will. But before this episode, I didn't look into it. And I just see his name and I'm like, how the fuck are you still in office if you was recalled? How did you beat that shit? How are you not out yet? Even if Caitlyn Jenner is going to take your spot, how the fuck are you not out yet when so many people spoke out and said they don't want you, they don't want you in office no more, and all the petitions was met? Come on now, man. That just shows you how the left keeps their people in play at any cost. Let's be honest about that shit. The right will scoot you out no matter what if they see fit. The left, man, will throw you a thousand bones before they even think about cutting you loose. That shit's crazy. Now, Newsom... Signs a bill that bans police from posting mugshots of people accused of nonviolent crimes on social media. Now, I remember, I don't know if it's, I don't know how it is in other states or other countries, but I remember when we was in high school, man, this is the early, late 2010s and shit, but when I was in high school, I mean, I should say early 2010s, my bad. <laughs> shit, I'm high. But when they're in the, we, there was this thing called, what was that shit called, man? Uh, you could get it at a gas station for 50 cents a dollar, man. It was mugshots 
of everybody that was just arrested. Now those people got paid, I think, like 50 bucks for putting their mugshots in that shit. But you could see all your homies and see what they was fucking, what crimes they did, whether it was petty theft, uh, grand larceny, murder, rape, all kinds of shit. You'd see people do shit, man, right? But now we got social media and it's definitely more in effect than it was in 2010, right? Way more users, way different algorithm. And when I say more users, I mean there's a lot more users. We see police precincts, right? Now, we see police precincts posting about people that run around and do this, that, the other thing. And they want, you know, they searching for them, looking for them. And this, not a shock to me, man. I seen uh, just a few months ago, someone stole a kid's bike, bro. And there had to have been four or five different police uh, posts about that shit on Facebook from a police station. Now, Gavin Newsom is going to say that if you didn't do a violent crime, your mugshot should not be out there. I'm going to keep I'm gonna keep it a buck. If you do the crime, then you got to do the time. And that's whatever comes with the time. That's just how it is. Give me one second. Give me one second. Anyways, but if you do the crime, you got to do the time. So if that's, no matter what you do, if that involves the police having to put your face out on uh, the fucking World Wide Web, on Facebook, on Instagram, or whatever, to try to get your ass caught... Then, then I think they're allowed to do that shit, man. You ain't really got no right once they already looking for your ass, bro. And when you're talking about a mugshot, you already got caught. You know, it's not like they're suspecting you with a motherfucking crime. They already got you. They already swooped your ass up, took your prints. You already in the system. So to complain about that shit's wild. But let's see why he does. Now, the bill sponsor said that he hoped the legislation would... Helps tackle unconscious bias. The, under the law, the police can still share photos of individuals they believe are dangerous. Who, those, who those who are accused of violent crimes. Man, you guys need a copy editor. California Governor Gavin Newsom on Friday signed a law, signed into law a bill that bans police from sharing social media, on social media, the mugshots of individuals charged with nonviolent offenses. They're going to say it's unconscious bias and the assumption of guilt that is created when pe- police post booking photos online. If you were booked, though, that means they already caught your ass. It's not like it's not like you. they're just showing your favorite photo which you had with your mom. So that's crazy to me. But it's definitely that's definitely some California politics. Let's keep it a buck. Sometimes he noted that police will show, share photos mocking those accused of crimes. Uh, like I said, you do the crime, you do the time, and if the police are going to use the people to get your ass, I don't know why you can complain about it. The bill passed with no bipartisan support, and there was no organized campaign against the legislation. The Chronicle reported the law also passed with support from San Francisco Police Chief Bill Scott Lowe said, according to the Chronicle, in recent years, many departments have used social media accounts to shame suspects arrested by officers posting mugshots, names, and alleged crimes. Lowe wrote in a letter to Newsom that urged him to sign the bill, according to the Chronicle. The publications of these mugshots does little to serve a legitimate public safety interest, and suspects are already in custody, he added. No, it, it does. It does. It does serve a legitimate public safety. It does. And I will argue that all day. You're allowing the public to know what potential crime or what potential criminal is running around and or what they did. And that sometimes is, I mean, is that is that no different than when the governor in Oregon was like, oh, can you guys, uh, you know, turn in Antifa now, please? After they burned down so much shit, please turn them in. I mean, that's what it seems like to me. Like, it's it, it's it's serving an interest of, of who? An unconscious bias of what? 
most criminals don't aren't aren't fucking in the best place in their life. So yeah, jokes and roasting are gonna come with it, but to act as if this is a pertinent bill, it's a waste of taxpayer fucking money, is what it is. It's another woke fucking program. That's what that is. Oh, we we don't want people's feelings hurt, so can we not? That's what that shit is. Come on now. The law also creates a way of people who have been accused of nonviolent crimes to have their photos removed from social media pages of police departments that have already already shared them online. According to legislation, those accused of violent crimes can also request their mugshots be removed should they meet the criteria criteria set forth in legislation. So hold up. So those that don't commit nonviolent crimes can have their photos removed, but those that commit violent crimes, as long as they meet as long as they meet certain criteria, they're allowed to get their buckshots removed. This is definitely some Cal- California logic right here. Definite. 100% California logic. <laughs> fucking shameful, dude. Gavin Newsom really is just a waste of fucking of of breath. Like let, let's keep it a buck. Now, when I think of other people that are like a waste when it comes to elected officials and when it comes to government, Chuck Schumer is another one. Senator Chuck Schumer is demanding accountability from UPS after more than 100 AP exams of high school students never made it to college board for grading. Okay. So let's get into this. And, and I'm going gonna, I'm gonna to keep it a buck. I'm going to keep it a buck. What did they think was going to happen? Did you think everything was going to run smoothly when you had how many students have to do everything online? Did you really think it was going to run smooth? Did you really think sending that type of thing in the mail, did you really think that that was going to be a good thing? Did you really think that was going to work out smoothly? Or is that just another partisan ploy to get what you guys wanted on the radical left? Now, the article says, We were quite shocked by the information Croft told WKBW. They told us that four, four of our boxes that we sent different, at different times had arrived. However, one was missing. Without those exams, they will not fix a score on a student, even though they went through the entire course and the exams were lost. That's a huge disappointment for our students. That's a huge, huge problem for a college board and for schools around. How are you going to fucking allow them to go through the whole course just to have their shit lost in the mail? And then say, well, it's a disappointment for them. No, 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 no. It's bad on your guys' fucking behalf. You should have been tracking the fucking boxes. You should have been on top of that shit. And when the second y'all realized it was lost, you should have did everything you could to find it. I wonder how many people it went through, how many fucking professors, college, whatever. I wonder how many people it went through before, before someone actually called UPS because I highly doubt it was the first person that figured it out I bet they had to go up chain of command and try to figure it out the box of exams is somewhere and UPS must find it the students wrote in a letter you're damn right this isn't a missing package that can simply be replaced the failure of UPS has has real consequences for all of us and they should act accordingly it's not just the UPS and you can definitely I'm I'm not going to read no more because to me it's the school you got a bunch of adults saying, "Well, it's not our fault. It's not all. It's not our fault, students. It's not our fault. It's UPS's fault because we didn't do what we were supposed to do in tracking all the packages we needed you guys to send us. That's on us. But we're gonna blame UPS and we're gonna let you guys blame UPS so we can skirt. So we can skirt being blamed because that to me that's what it is. You're skirting responsibility." UPS has a responsibility not to lose your package, 100%. But those professors, those teachers, those people that were 
supposed to make sure those exams made it to where they were supposed to make it and they didn't, they're also held accountable. So they also should get a letter telling them that they needed to make damn sure they do their job better than they did before because this kind of mistake really shouldn't happen, especially when they're saying it has real-world consequences. Real-world consequences divvied out by a bunch of adults that did not follow through on making sure the exams got to where they were supposed to get to and get back to where they were supposed to get back to. It's not all on UPS. I know it's easy to blame a company when things go wrong and really easy to let teachers and school unions skirt shit. But if 2020 taught us anything, there's a whole lot of dirty motherfucker players throughout the entire game on both sides. And that includes teachers. Now, when I think about the stupidity in this world, in the stupidity that we've had to face the last two years under under all the lockdowns and the restrictions and the nonsense that you would just see play out, we still have, we still, to this fucking day, we still are dealing with just nonsense. And and I think for myself, a lot like a lot like a lot of other people, I wonder when it will stop, when it will cease. You know what I mean? Whether it's something as simple as Chuck Schumer trying to pass a bill or getting on UPS's ass, or whether it's Gavin Newsom trying to, again, let's put a little bit more red tape on police officers to see if they can really get the job done. You know what I mean? It's just stupidity, and yet we're still sitting here facing it, and it does nothing good for any of us, in my opinion. All it's going to do is hurt somebody along the way. It's going to have real-world consequences, as those students would say. And those kids, feel bad for them, but I think that they're placing the blame on the wrong people. I think they took two to tango in that situation, and I'm not saying it took the kids. It took all the people that told those kids to do this, that, the other thing. They did all this, that, the other thing, and somehow those two other sets of people somehow managed to fuck it up. Now those kids don't know who to blame, but there's one group of people that are skirting the blame. Let's be honest about that. And Gavin Newsom, it doesn't surprise me he's going to add more red tape. That's what he's good at. But for this little off-the-cuff episode or this talk, the shit, talk that shit episode, it is what it is. It ain't what it ain't. Hope y'all enjoyed this little bit of this, little bit of that. Y'all stay blazed. Y'all stay blessed. Y'all stay safe. Stay tuned for the next mother-loving show. Peace.